0: Are you ready? Hey, everybody. Hey, pop. Hello, everybody. <laughs> People in the back. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the inner loop. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the inner loop. Without further ado. Without further ado. OK, so without further ado, we're going to get started. We should get started. We're yeah. I'm ready. We're, we're going to get started. <clears throat> <clears throat> the inner loop radio and our special quarantine inspiration series i am back again inner loop co-founder courtney sexton these short episodes are here to provide you with inspiration in a challenging time in all of our lives And maybe writing doesn't feel important to you right now. Maybe you're busier than ever juggling childcare and work, self-care and survival, or paying attention to your six-month-old puppy who's tapping his feet around you. (laughs) Maybe it's just too hard to concentrate on anything creative. Maybe you're writing a dissertation. (laughs) Whatever the case, we're here to help or at least give you a little break. So turn the screen off on your phone, quiet your mind, and take a deep breath, or several. Follow me on a creative journey. One more breath for for good measure. Okay, so I am a really tactile person and this can be a beautiful thing. As much as it can be an incredibly frustrating one, uh, and having worked with many visual artists and historians and museum curators over the years, I understand the importance of preservation, uh, both physical of collections of objects, and cultural of concepts, ideas, stories, histories, shared histories, and experiences. And it's. It's the physical (laughs) object preservation part that sometimes gets me into trouble because I'll be damned if every single time I'm in a gallery or a museum or in an art show and there isn't something that I don't want to reach out and touch, like rub my fingers all over it. Oh, not in a weird way. Well, maybe, I mean, not in like a sexual way. Well, I don't know. It depends on the art exhibit, I guess. But anyway, I digress. Uh, <laughs> and it's I wonder, is it because I'm not supposed to, because there are signs around telling me stay X feet away? Is it the allure of the forbidden? I'm. I mean, maybe maybe that's part of it, but I think it goes deeper than that. To really experience the world around us, to get a true sense of a thing. We need more than one sense. I mean, humans have become really, the majority of humans have become really reliant on visual aids and our eyesight. Um, sometimes smell less so than others. And I could tell you about the evolution of smell in mammals, but I won't, again, digress. <laughs> but these other senses, they, they not only help us, you know, get a true sense and experience the world, but also they, they're what evoke memories. They're what build our world and and allow us to retain pieces of it what would we do without being able to conjure oh i don't know what i would do <laughs> without being able to conjure the soft velvet of of my dog's ears or grains of sand lingering between your toes um something i think about really viscerally is the slight scrape of fingernails against your scalp as my mom would pull tight plates of hair, you know, in my braids before sending me off to school. And when it comes to art, it's those divots and and pops of passion, a little pa- literal passion coming through the artist's brush on the canvas, that medium of feeling is in the literal feeling. <laughs> um... I recently visited Marjorie Merriweather Post's Estate here in D.C. Um, they've reopened the gardens so that guests can stroll through, and they're luscious. Their gardens and greenhouses, and it's a safe escape. To somewhere outside of my house <laughs> where i could not only experience something beyond the restricted routines that have taken hold of us all but i could touch things <laughs> there were so many varieties of plants and botanicals in bloom carefully curated no doubt um but there was no shortage of textures to feel and each one it seemed awakened a thought or a memory there were the sage green leaves of of what's called lamb's ear that took me straight away to a walk that I took where a friend first showed me those plants. They were thriving in like a little city street box. Uh, The mosses growing under the the trickling waterfall in the Japanese garden made me think of salamanders and collecting them as a kid. Um, The rough bark of wisteria brought me back to Sarah Lawrence actually, where I did my MFA Um, because there were these trellises of grapevine that covered the canvas, campus, (laughs) the campus as a canvas. Um, anyway, there, there, there are these, all these things that that can be expressed, felt unexpressed and, and really, um, lingered over in a luscious way, um, when you touch and, you know, as writers, we are consumed by feeling, right? It's our job, our obsession, our need to put feelings into words whether or not words for those feelings exist we have to we have to create them we have to find them and one way I've found that I can re-enter a feeling long enough and with enough strength to figure out how to convey it on the page is by reaching out to touch it to literally rather than figuratively feel something so as a little prompt I invite you to do the same feel something feel it with your body your skin your fingers and describe it and see if that sense that touch helps you to also feel it in your bones and I'm going to do the same okay go I'll see you back here in a second okay we're back I'm back you're back I hope Um, I'm gonna read you my little thing that I wrote <laughs> all right The leather is stiff but smooth, not cracked, not rough. It has been waiting, without rotting, since 1973. That is when it was slid from the small curve of bone in her shoulder gone cold, and placed in a box for safekeeping, or because what else does one do with a dead girl's purse. Its wooden toggle clasp releases easily, and the bag opens with a small protest, having been bent for so long in one position. The unfinished leather of the underside catches against my fingertips, dry from all the hand-washing we do these days. I hesitate. What intimacies might I impose on? I pull first a matching wallet, the same still-new leather. It's overfilled with photos in those little protective plastic sleeves, a disintegrating social security card, a school ID. I set it aside and dig further. My hands settling on a cool, on the cool metal tin, on a cool metal tin of cherry coke snuff. As I twist its slightly rusted cap, its fine powder contents spill out, dusting my hands and sticking to the remnants of beeswax from a tube of coffee-scented lip balm that have covered them. Keep digging. My thumb finds and fits into the clicker of a guitar pick dispenser hanging from a key ring holding more trinkets than keys. I place it beside the wallet and return once more to delve. There's little left now. My fingers feel along the bottom of the bag and graze bits of fuzz and eyeliner shavings and copper pennies and crumbled pieces of aspirin. So there we have it. <laughs> Um, I, like many of us, have been experiencing, and in some cases re-experiencing, loss in different ways over these past few months, and writing has helped me process that. Um, I hope maybe it's been helpful for you too, uh, or maybe this prompt will be. But, uh, reading has also been helpful. I've been slowly making my way through The Overstory by Richard Powers, um, if you haven't read it, I really recommend. It's structured as a series of short vignettes and is really perfect for fleeting attention spans, which I know are also running more rampant than ever <laughs> these days. Um, but it has a beautiful way of connecting one person, one family's story to another, and those stories to the stories of the natural world around us and, and that great, big, unfathomable history. <laughs> um, it really grounds us in the cycles of the world, the cycles of the world that the universe move through, um, and it's kind of a good reminder that we're just small things moving along with it, as if we need to be reminded of that, I think we do. (laughs) Well, anyway, I didn't mean for this to be a downer, I hope, I hope it gave you some inspiration and, and get out there and feel things, go touch stuff, if you can, I mean, like, not dirty services, though, be safe. (laughs) Um... That's our show. Join us every Friday for more writing tips, inspiration, and prompts. To find out more about us, visit us at theinterlooplit.org. And when you turn your screen back on, don't forget to hit that subscribe button next to our name, or Rachel will be really mad at me. Perhaps you can even put a five-star review. I'm Courtney Sexton for the Inner Loop Radio. Right on.